Howard playing the passing lanes. Kicks it right side to Stabner, who nearly throws it away. So there we go. Colonels with an early turnover on the Huron first possession. Christensen on the right wing. Giblin at the top of the key. Still 20 to shoot. Here's a drive by Stabner, who loses it. And we get an early foul. 30 seconds into the ball game. This will be on Huron. First foul on the uh, Tigers. Let's see who they give it to. They fouled uh, Stabner. It'll be on number 23, Hampton Hines. So her first in the uh, Colonels with an easy basket to get things going here with Sarah Sieber on the basket. Now Stabner. Yeah, Stabner they, on the basket. A quick inbound pass to Stabner. Defense kind of lost track of where she was. She got the easy layup to get the Colonels on the board. Good start for Mitchell. Here's here on possession number two. Here's a drive in the lane by Hampton Hines. She leaves it off the back iron. No good. Rebound for Christensen. Colonels here with an early 2-0 lead, one minute in. Really good start defensively so far for Mitchell. And Giblin at half court gives it right side to his Siebert. See if the Colonels are patient here running the offense. I like that. I mean, that's one of the changes from opening night. They just they know a lot better what they want to do with the basketball. Yeah. Should be a lot closer than the 50-26 final. Drive, kick out three for Howard. That one is short. Uh, no good. Uh, rebound underneath here on rebound. Foul on Christensen. Her first, team's first. That's one of the few looks that Howard has gotten to yeah. take an open look like that during the season. And I think that's why she struggled so far shooting the basketball. She doesn't get a lot of looks, but that was a good, clean look. Mm-hmm. Kind of a drive and kick out for Howard on that three-point attempt on the right corner. Here on possession, again, Colonels. Man-to-man defense thus far. Hines in the uh, left corner, dribbles it to her left. Now here's a drive by Ganey, who lays it in, up and good, over Giblin. So first points here, 90 seconds in to Heaven Ganey, the 5'8 junior, and we're tied at two. Some pressure defense here, double team of uh, Stabner gets it to Giblin, who drives. Siebert thinks about a three. Stabner going to drive, and she'll travel and turn it over. So Colonels here, 2-2 tie, 6.09 left first quarter. I haven't seen uh, any three-point attempts thus far for here on two minutes in. That's rare. Well, Stabner with that turnover, but she's gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. I mean, since game one, she looks a lot more comfortable in the offense, but she does tend to force things once in a while. Here's a three jacked up, and that's good for Bella Shreve. That one just kind of came up the court. Here's a steal by Ganey. Ganey, a spin move underneath. Uh, she leaves it off. Get some contact, no foul. Huron misses the layup. Ganey on the putback is no good. Christensen gets the rebound. So the Colonels' turnover leads to no Huron points. Tigers lead 5-2 to two here. And that's the best thing about that possession, that turnover, was that they did not give up points. Siebert, 3. She answers in the left corner. Nice. She's probably their best three-point shooter. Siebert ties it at 5. Yeah, they got her the ball a lot against Yankton, and I think they're going to do that again here tonight because she had a really hot hand. Inside, they push it left corner now, a drive by Huron. They leave it underneath for Feenstra, who kicks it out. Wide open three by Shreve, and she connects. You can't leave her open. She's hit two straight three. She has a game high six. Yeah, just good ball movement that time again by Huron. Now the pressure defense. Long pass to Siebert. She's going to drive off glass, and we'll get a foul. Should be a shooting foul. Siebert to the line, shooting two. Alexis Feenstra, her first foul, team second. Yeah, really nice job there by Siebert to get to the basket. Nice job by the Colonels to break that press. Huron kind of taking a little gamble there, trying to force a mistake, but turns into free throws here for Mitchell. Siebert at the line, Colonels down three. Now it's a two-point lead for the Tigers as Siebert makes her first free throw. 
We will see uh, Stabner come out here early. Stabner and Howard to the bench. Now that's a surprise. That is a surprise. Wow, this early three minutes in. I mean, I don't know if Stabner's kind of gimpy or something. And but... that, uh, that flu, that uh, sickness going around. So Lauren Van Overshield checks in. That one's no good. Siebert one of two from the line. Also uh, Kiera Hofer, 5-2 junior guard, checks in. Colonels down 8-6, three minutes in. Another three, this one off the back iron, no good by Shreve. But uh, get a long rebound here by Feenstra. Another three, this time in the left corner. That one's off the back iron. No good. Rebound by Hofer. Here comes Giblin and the Colonels. She dribbles it off of her foot. Who touched it last? Giblin did. So the Colonels with the turnover. 4.36 to go. Tigers 8, Colonels 6. Boy, is that frustrating because Mitchell had a nice break going there after uh, Huron missed two shots. I mean, you did everything you need to do defensively, and then you give it right back. Evan Ganey with the three on the left wing. That one is no good, and we get a foul underneath on Huron. Third personal already. That'll be on Reese Roselle. So, Colonel, I mean, they, they've, they've made a couple of threes. Bella Shreve's made two. But uh, thus far, you kind of like what Huron's doing offensively. They've been bricking some threes. And now Stabner checks back in. I mean, that was a, Quick a, breather. a, a three, 30-second break, I think, that time for Stabner. And she's back in. It's good to see. Christensen out. Stabner back in for Mitchell Van Overshield. Brings it up across to half court. To Hofer, no foul there. Some contact. Here's Stabner at the top of the key. She'll drive the lane. This one right side. Tough angle. No good. Rebound here by Feenstra. Huron brings it up. Up by two. Here's Shreve. Looking for another three. Top of the key. And this one in and out. No good. Colonel save it. Stabner on the rebound. Huron, they've missed their last five, I believe, from deep. At least four in a row. And we get a drive and a foul on Heaven Ganey. Her first. Four team fouls here in four minutes for Huron. Starting to rack up the fouls. And as they foul Sarah Seabert, give her a bump. Yeah, and only halfway through this first quarter, too. So if uh, they keep going at this pace, Mitchell's going to be at the free throw line a lot yeah. in this upcoming second quarter. Bryn Huber checks in for Huron, 5-5 uh, junior. And Isabel Elwine, who uh, first time she's played in two months since the volleyball season. Ah, now Siebert checking out for Mitchell. That's kind of tough to lose that offense. In the lane, a floater by Giblin. Good. Hits parts of the rim there. Giblin with her first basket, and we're tied at eight. Good start here for Mitchell. Once again, Christensen, she comes in after a quick breather with Siebert on the bench. I think we're going to see more substitutions, some quick in and outs here, even if it's just a minute or two. Tied at eight, three and a half to go. First quarter here on ball. Here's Evan Ganey for three. That one way too strong off the uh, left wing. Rebound. Huron tries to save it. Giblin gets it back. It's off of Huron. Should be Mitchell Ball. It was last touched uh, by Feenstra. Yeah, nice fight for the basketball down there by uh, Stabner and Giblin just to keep that possession for Mitchell because, again, nice job defensively Mm -hmm. to not give Huron any points. I mean, they've been doing a nice job at either limiting their possessions or getting turnovers. Van Overshield at half court. We're tied at eight. Five minutes gone by. Stabner at the top of the key. Van Overshield right side. She's not shot yet. She drives. She's stuck here, and she travels uh, there on that right baseline. Kind of got stuck right there. Double team travel turnover. Just got to pay attention where you are on the court. I mean, that time she waited until she got to the baseline, and that invited the defense to get over there and trap her a little bit, and she just didn't have anyone to uh, get that ball to and shuffle the feet. Siebert back out there as Van Overshield to the bench, and they're going to send Van Overshield right back to the scores table. So we're going to see a lot of early substitutions, I think, of what we're going to see here tonight thus far. 8-8 tie here on ball. 
Heaven Ganey, she'll drive right side. This one way off the mark, gets her own rebound. Shot clock doesn't reset. Floater in the lane by Shreve is no good. Another offensive board, and we uh, get a foul here on Mitchell. That'll be on Hofer. Cole Knippling can't believe it. It'll be the second foul on Mitchell here with 2.39 left in the first quarter. Now Van Overshield checking back in. So, indeed, lots of really short rests here for the Colonels in this in this first quarter as Giblin now takes a seat. I think we're going to get uh, some, some illness going through the basketball programs, going through the high school here this week. So we're going to think we're going to see a lot of in and outs, a lot of substitutions here during this ballgame. Tied at eight, two and a half to go in this first quarter. Way from downtown, here's Huber from three. She connects. That one would have been good from the men's line. Huber gives Huron an 11-8 lead. Another quick foul. I mean, Stabner could not even get the ball to half court, and then she was fouled by Ganey out there. Now Huron is up to five team fouls with 221 left in the first quarter. Second on Ganey as they go deeper on the bench. Huron bringing in Gracie Culver. Also got to Addison Moore coming in, a 5-6 freshman. So uh, they go five deep on the bench. Colonels maybe only go uh, two or three deep. 2.15 to go. Colonels down by three. Christensen at the top of the key. Passes right to Stabner, who will drive. She's triple teamed. Gets rid of it. Siebert for three. Left side. That one's no good. But Stabner gets the board underneath. Got to kick it out. Giblin for three. Top of the key. That one is no good. Rebound fought for. Siebert puts it up, and she'll shoot free throws. Nice the second job. time tonight. Oh, boy. Three good looks there for the Colonels. And uh, Stabner, you know, trying to get things going for everyone else on the team, kicking it out there to Seabert. And she just drove inside, said, forget these long shots. We're just yeah. going to go right at the basket. Now she's got some free throws. Seabert misses that one. She's missed two of her three free throws tonight. We're still at 11-8 to eight here on late first quarter. It's the first foul on Gracie Culver. Six fouls on Huron. Colonels have struggled from the line this season. They can get into the bonus here in the first quarter with one more foul on Huron. Siebert makes uh, one of two from the line. She's got a game-high seven. Colonels back within two. Huron, they shoot a ton of threes. They've made three of them thus far. They only have one made field goal inside of three. 20 to shoot for the Tigers. Huber at the top of the key. Double team stolen by Stabner and another foul. Minute 37 in the first quarter, Sean. Colonels are already in the bonus, and they should be shooting free throws. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Unbelievable. This is amazing just how aggressive Huron is being. It's like they don't really respect the Colonels' free throw shooting ability so far in this game because now – You've got, what, nine and a half minutes to go in the first half, and Colonels are going to be in the bonus mm-hmm. the rest of this half. So now the Colonels got to make sure they hit these. Stabner a one-and-one. One. She misses that one. The Colonels have missed three of their first five. Now we get a foul on Christensen under the basket. Oh, my. And she fouls. Uh, Addison Moore, only the third-team foul on Mitchell. Well, now you hope you don't get one of these kind of ugly games yeah. where there's a lot of whistles and no flow to the game. So Christensen checks out. She's got two fouls. She's scoreless tonight. 90 seconds to go here, first quarter, 11-9 to here on. Huber with the drive. Gibbon tips it away. Hampton Hines is doubled in the corner. Now they work it around uh, to the right side. They always, they always look for the three-point shot. Aaliyah Howard nearly picks up the steal. Hampton Hines, good defense by Mitchell. Wide open three in the left corner. That one is no good. Rebound Stabner. 
Colonels uh, doing a good job on the boards. Can tie it up here with a basket. Stabner driving. We get uh, a carry. Stabner with the carry. She'll turn it over with a minute to go. Well, and that's just kind of, you know, Stabner being herself. She likes to be aggressive, especially in transition. I mean, she probably would have been better served to kind of hold off a little bit and get everyone involved, get a good shot offensively since they've had such a good start to this game. But she just got a little bit too aggressive. Yeah, Colonels, too many turnovers here. It's 11-9. to You're in this ballgame. Yep. Defense has been good. Rebounding has been excellent as well. Five turnovers in this first quarter. Uh-huh. 45 seconds to go. Colonels down two. They give it to Bella Shreve in front of the Mitchell bench in the right corner. She pushes it way over to Hampton Hines for three. That one is no good. Stabner's going to have a double-double here, uh, rebounds especially. Shot clock's off. Get a good shot here. And Colley can hold it back. Uh, Giblin gets it to Stabner. Looks like Colonels may be aggressive here. Three for Van Overshield for the lead. That one's no good. Going to give it back to Shreve and the Tigers. She's tripped by Van Overshield. Boy, or Giblin. Again, Knippling kind of saying, you got to look, pointing to his temples. There's no yep. shot clock. You don't need to shoot that ball. Got to be smart. They just, she got baited a little bit. I mean, Van Overshield, a little bit of, you know, eye candy there by the yep. Huron defense, daring her to shoot. She took it. I mean, it was a good look. But I think in that situation, the way the quarter's going, just let it wind down, see if you can tie it up with the buzzer. So Van Overshield picks up the foul there on the uh, slight bump and trip. She goes for the steal on Shreve off the inbounds. There's 12 seconds to go. Stabner will sit this final few seconds with Manny Kemp checking in. Seven seconds to go here for Shreve. Good defense, four seconds. Here's a three to beat the buzzer for Huron. No good, an air ball, and that's how the quarter uh, will end from an Addison Moore left corner three and air ball. Things considered not too bad. Uh, Huron makes only four field goals in that first quarter, three from deep. Colonels trail 11-9 at the end of one. Colonels have also made four shots, one three-pointer from Sarah Siebert. She has a game-high seven. After one, Colonels trail 11-9. We're back in one minute on KORN. You couldn't always catch a game at Cadwell Park. Or take the afternoon off to get in a round of disc golf at Dry Run Creek. And before First Dakota filed the first charter in 1872, you couldn't bank in South Dakota. Every timeless institution, tradition, and thriving business was started somewhere by someone who had a dream and the passion to make it happen first. What will be your South Dakota first? Visit firstdakota.com slash first. Member FDIC. The band in full force here tonight for this doubleheader between the Colonels and the Tigers. Colonel Girls down here at the end of one, 11-9. They get ball to start off here. Moving across the court from left to right. Pass to Aaliyah Howard. That one is off of her mitts, and she turns it over. Again, too many turnovers. You feel like Huron at some point is going to get going offensively. Colonels with only nine points here in the quarter. Yeah, I think if I'm the Colonels, I'm pretty happy that they didn't get many transition baskets, and we have a two-point game. Colonels shooting 30%. In the first, while Huron shot 24%. Just like that, Bella Shreve with her third three-pointer of the ball game. She has nine points. Good from the left wing. It's now a four-point lead. Siebert underneath. This one knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Huron. Huron, they're probably going to make at least 10 or 12 three-pointers here tonight as much as they shoot. Can the Colonels get to the line? They're already in the bonus with 17 fouls on Huron. Colonels got to get to the line. Got to make their free throws. This one, another pass. Goes right through the hands of Siebert from Howard. Looked like a pretty good pass. But Colonels, two unforced turnovers. 
quickly find themselves in a big hole coming up here on halftime. Down 14 to 9, 7.15 to go in this first half. And here on 75% of their shots are threes. Shreve's hit three of them. Cross-court pass from Shreve to Ganey. Ganey's going to step in for a three, and she connects. Colonel's defense got to do something. 6 nothing run here to start the quarter. They're down now by eight, and we get another foul. Eight fouls on Huron. That'll send uh, Stabner to the line for a one-and-one. Colonel's got to get something going here at the, uh, at the three-point line defensively. This is the second foul on Reese Roselle. Christensen going to check in for Mitchell. She's got two fouls. She'll check in for Maddie Kempf. A lot of quick subs here tonight for Mitchell. How would you describe the, the student section here tonight? Uh, the, the, the hazmat team out there? Yeah, I'm not going? sure if there's some kind of a, a theme they have going for tonight with those white sort of jump shoots or what that is, but it's very unique. It's kind of like yeah. the Blue Man group, only they're in white, white uniforms. White jumpsuits. With hoods on them. 6.57 in the half. Stabner misses the free throw. Rebound by Shreve. Colonel's just awful at the line tonight. It cost him the game versus Yainton uh, there on Friday. Colonel's down 17-9 early second quarter. Hampton Hines at the top of the key. Evan Ganey right side. Holding. Now they push it left. They'll take a three. And this one off the mark. No good. Stabner on the rebound. That's Elwine on the three-point attempt. Colonels kick out three, left corner for Siebert. That one is too strong. Another quick possession, rebound for Bella Shreve. Good idea that time. I mean, Siebert is someone you can trust with the three, and that was a good look. Drive by Elwine. This one kick out three. Shreve, top of the key, good. Four three-pointers. She's got 12. Colonels down 11. I mean, it's just a case of they're falling for Huron and not for Mitchell so far. That's why they're up by 11. Howard just gets the ball stolen from her by Hampton Hines. Nice pass. Layup underneath by Ganey. That one's good. Colonels need a timeout. Yeah, they do. Evan Ganey with the basket. 22-9. Huron starting this quarter off with an 11-0 run in just two minutes. Yeah, and that's too fast. I mean, Colonel's got to clean up the turnovers for sure. They're now up to eight in this first half, and they got to clean up the offense somehow. I mean, they have passes that are being misfired and going out of bounds, and they're not getting good looks. They're forcing things. I mean, shades of opening night where yeah. things were really uncomfortable. They didn't know what they wanted to do offensively. Now, Sieber did have a good look on that last possession for a three, and that didn't fall. But overall, Huron just looks like they're more on the same page than Mitchell. Elsewhere tonight, double-A girls, uh, Yankton ahead of Harrisburg early, late first quarter, 8-5. to five. Yankton with the lead. Also a pretty light night of basketball in double-A girls. A lot of games, though, in A and in B tonight. So keep you updated on some of those scores. Uh, Freeman, they take on Parker tonight in girls basketball. Uh, Mitchell Christian, they host Corsica Stickney, number two ranked. Corsica Stickney in Mitchell tonight. And Avon uh, versus Freeman Academy Marion. Some of those other scores. Sanborn Central Woonsocket, Kimball White Lake. And their Q107-3 game of the week. It's uh, Ethan hosting Bridgewater Emery in a uh, doubleheader. Colonels take a timeout. Got to stop this 11-0 run here to start this quarter. It's all happening in just two minutes. Full court pressure. Stabner gets it to pass the timeline to Giblin. She's double teamed. She dribbles in the right corner. You don't want to go there. She gets rid of it. Stabner, she'll drive off glass and will have a, a blocking foul underneath. Ninth foul on Huron, the first on Bella Shreve. 
And that's good. She got the blocking foul. You know, get get herself to the free throw line, try to get something going here and break this run. But boy, was she wide open for a jumper. I mean, ride the free throw line. Why not just take that and uh, see if uh, you can maybe get a three-point play. Stabner misses another one off the back iron. Free throw no good. Slaps her hands in frustration. What are the Colonels shooting? Two out of seven so far at the free throw line with those eight turnovers. Nine team fouls on here on Stabner makes it her first of the night. Three points for Stabner. Colonels down 22 to 10 here in the second quarter. Shreve gets a screen, dribbles it right, back out to Elwine, back to Shreve, a deep three-pointer. That one off the back iron, no good. Stabner with the rebound. She pushes it. Goes all the way, loses it, and it'll be last touched by Huron. Great thing about Stabner, she's such a great rebounder, and then she can also take that ball and go coast-to-toast. Usually your best rebounder, usually not not one of your better uh, uh, dribblers or ball handlers. Siebert gets it in. Van Overshield to the three on the left wing. That one is no good. Colonels can't hit anything from deep. 5.15 to go in the half. Huron up by 12. Evan Ganey on the right side, pushes it left to Hampton Hines. Now to Shreve, wide open three, left side, no good. Offensive rebound put back by Elwine off the glass is good. Her first points this season, Colonels down by 14. Then Overshield, pass too high from her. Stabner on the turnover. Just a disastrous quarter. Colonels getting outscored 13-1. to yeah, and I mean, it's just a little bit of everything. The passes aren't crisp. You don't have your teammates seeing the pass coming. They're not handling the pass as well. And the defense is not very good right now. They're just they're not rotating to uh, deny some of these mm-hmm. open looks that Huron's getting. I mean, the threes are falling for them. That's one thing. But you got to at least get out there and challenge those shots. Getting a lot of cross-court passes. They'll go from one wing to the other. A lot of cross-court passes for Huron. And to Mitchell defense, not able to catch up. Van Overshield checks out. Colonels with their starters out there. Giblin, Siebert. We've got Stabner and Christensen. Howard is on the bench. This one stolen. Nope, nearly stolen. Colonels have uh, number 20, Delaney Dagan, out there. We get a tie-up. Tie-up possession arrow towards the Colonels, I believe. Let's see. Is it no? It's yep, going to be Mitchell Ball on the tie-up, so the Colonels force a turnover on the tie-up. 4.42 to go in the half. Boy, did things get chippy on that exchange. Well, we got a uh, whistle here, premature. Weren't ready for in play yet. Oh, no, now they're giving it to Huron. Sure, why not? Huron ball, I guess. Possession arrow was towards them. Who knows what's going on? Just a mess overall here in this first half. Giblin was going to throw it in. Nope, now we got to Heaven Ganey throws it in. Shree for three. Front iron no good. Stabner rebound. Stabner's going to dribble it all the way. Give it off left side to Siebert who makes the layup. That's the way it goes. Great pass by Stabner on that break. I thought she was just going to go coast to yeah. coast again, but she found uh, uh, Stabner found a Siebert in stride for the layup. Three-pointer left corner no good. Here's a, another rebound by Delaney Dagan. She's double teamed. Got to get rid of it. She turns it over. Gives it off to uh, Huron. Here's Shreve. Another three in the right wing is good. 15 points for Bella Shreve. Five three-pointers tonight. It's a 27-12 lead. Huron. Giblin left side. Double team. Good defense here. Stabner at the top of the key. 
Left corner, a three for Siebert. That one is good. Colonels finally get one. Boy, just two very, very much needed baskets by Siebert. She's got the, uh, the, tie, the Colonels' last five points, and boy, did they need them. Drive, kick out, and they think about a three. Hampton Hines in the left corner. Colonels down 27-15 late in the first half. Shreve with the drive. She's not going to shoot anything but a two. Wide open layup underneath. She finds Gracie Culver. Leads back up to 14. Boy, it just looked too easy for, for here on these last few possessions. I mean, the Colonel defense just isn't what it has been these last few games. Three in the right corner for Giblin. That one is no good. Rebound underneath by Hampton Hines. Siebert has the majority of the points tonight. Heaven Ganey with the layup, no good. Culver with the putback, no good. Get a foul on Mitchell, just their fifth of the half. We'll send Culver to the line, shooting two. Colonels will pick up the foul. Taylor Giblin, her first, team's fifth. Colonels were never able to take advantage of getting in the bonus there. They've only been to the line a couple times in this quarter. Culver with the free throw, good. It's now a 30-15 lead for Huron. We were 11-9 at the end of the first quarter. Kemp and Howard checking in for Mitchell. Dagan to the bench. Colonels are going a little bit deeper on the bench here tonight. They played uh, four off the bench. And we're going to see Addie Seamson, the eighth grader, checking in for the first time. Culver misses her second free throw. 15-point lead. Stabner with another rebound. Stabner with just three points. She's been uh, doing work on the defensive boards. Handoff, Giblin to Stabner, double-teamed on the left side. has got to find a teammate. Somebody's got to come get the ball. We're going to get uh, turnover Mitchell. Uh, they got the five-second violation there on Stabner. So. Yeah, somebody's got to get the ball. Seamson coming in for Giblin. Well, that's just great. Defense. Defensive job there by Huron. I mean, they were crowding Stabner and covering up everyone else, and she had nowhere to go. 30-15 to 15, Huron with a huge lead here in the second quarter. They've made seven threes in the first half, five of them from Bella Shreve. Pass intercepted by Sawyer Stabner. She goes coast to coast, and Ooh. she'll hit hard there in the uh, oh man basket extension. She'll go to the foul line to shoot two. I hope she's all right. I mean, she might be a little bit dizzy. The back of her head hit that wow. backstop of the basket going full speed, but it uh, looks like she's going to be okay. Tenth foul on Huron, so Mitchell now in the double bonus. It's Isabel Elwine's first foul. Stabner with three points. She's only one of four from the line, and this one is good. Well, now the Colonels are in the double bonus for the last 220 of this half. So if Huron continues to be really aggressive defensively, Colonels might be able to chip into this lead a little bit at the free throw line. Timeout, Tim Budenhagen and the Tigers, their first of the half. 220 to go. Colonels trail 30 to 16. Stabner at the line when we return in just 60 seconds. Aurora Cooperative wants to wish you a happy new year. We truly appreciate the owner members who make up Aurora Cooperative, the producers who feed our nation, and the people in service who support the agricultural industry. We are proud to be part of the agricultural community and look forward to helping producers have a successful year in 2022. Thank you to the communities and families we serve. We appreciate your trust in our organization. Happy new year from Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together. 
Huron takes a timeout here to talk things over. They lead by 14 here in the second quarter with just 2.20 to go in this first half. Colonel's offense with nine points in the first quarter, seven in the second. So your Stadmer to the line, her second free throw. Back iron bounces around is no good. So the Colonel struggles from the line. Continue. We get a tie-up. Should be Mitchell Ball. Christensen and Stabner down there, so the Colonels force a turnover. Can they get this thing down to single digits here before they head into the locker room? That should be the goal right here. Yeah, that would help allow just to give them a little bit of momentum going into that second half, down by 14, and not much has gone right this first half. 2-3 zone. Here's Stabner with the drive. Floater is way off the mark. Put back, though, is good for Van Overshield at 5-4. Her first bucket tonight. Uh, I guess you can kind of call it a three-point possession for Mitchell. And get within 12 here with uh, two minutes to go. Yeah, the unconventional kind of three-point play, but just great effort. That's what it came from. Carson Kaufman, she's in the uh, right corner. And just guard that perimeter. They work it around left side. They find the wide-open shooter all the time. Way off the mark is uh, Addison Moore. That's out of bounds. Last touch by Huron. So. There it is. Got, got to stop. You know, they got to get a few more of those here in the last minute 40, but that's what they got to do. It kind of feels like the defense has kind of let up mm-hmm. a little bit too much here in this second quarter. I mean, I know they've been substituting a lot of players, but you still got to dig in and don't let them score. Offense will come eventually, maybe even in transition, but you got to start with your defense. Kemp and Christensen check out. Giblin and Siebert back in here for Mitchell. Seamson out there as well, the eighth grader, and the freshman Van Overshield. 90 seconds to go. Colonels trail by 12. They trail by as many as 15. Stabner right side double team. This one off glass and good. Nice. A 5-0 run for Mitchell really, to get back within 10. Really nice effort there by Stabner driving that baseline, keeping the handle on the ball and fighting through traffic to get that basket. Huber pushes it left side to Ganey. Hampton Hines a left corner three, and that's all it takes right there. 13-point lead, second three tonight for Hampton Hines. Getting that three-point shot so deadly, it just make one of them such a deflator. Colonels turn it over, Van Overshield loses it, double-teamed, triple-teamed. Hampton Hines brings it up, Heaven Ganey under the basket, loses it, had a good shot at a layup, Van Overshield with the steal. Tried to go too fast, that's why she lost the ball. Giblin, wide open for three, does take it, she'll dribble it back out. 36 seconds to go in the half, Colonels trail by 13. Turnover, and oh, Seamson had it down low to Van Overshield. Now looks like Van Overshield going to shoot free throws. Yeah, bailed out there by the whistle because that pass was intercepted by the Huron Tigers right in the lane, but the foul came during the pass. So Van Overshield has a chance here to get this down to an 11-point game with 32 seconds left. Hampton Hines quiet tonight, six points, two fouls, her second, and Van Overshield misses her first free throw. Howard checks in for Seamson for the Colonels. 32 seconds left in the half. As nice as it's been to be in the double bonus, I mean, they're only 3 of 11 yeah. at the free throw line this first half. And Overshield's second attempt is good. 33-21 here on up by 12. And Overshield with 3. Giblin with 2. We get a foul. Howard's going to pick up the foul. Not bad. He got another foul to give here. Six fouls on Mitchell Howard. Picks up her first. And uh, Huron can hold for a final shot. Shot clock is turned off. We haven't seen Huron. I mean, they're a quick shooting team. They'll put it up here. Shree for three, top of the key. No good. She was wide open. Why not take it? But now Mitchell, hang on for one shot here. The way this half has gone, just hang on, move the ball around. Don't get that five-second violation. 
get a good look. Colonel's down by 12, 10 seconds to go. A three would make this a one, a single-digit lead. Three, oh, well, Van Overshield is going to pop a three. She's got to get rid of it. She'll take a long two, and she'll miss that one. It's actually a pretty good look, considering yeah. she was a little bit off balance and kind of uncomfortable, but that would have been a, a nice deep two, but it just hit the rim and came out. And in the first quarter, it's a 12-point here on lead, 33-21. They outscore Mitchell in that second quarter, 22-11. to Sarah Siebert uh, leading the way. Siebert, how many can you see the uh, scoreboard on that left side there? Siebert. Yes, Siebert. Number 23. Six points. That's it. Yeah, they're, they're messed up on the scoring somewhere. Because she's hit a couple of threes. She has a couple of free. Uh, there is we it, go. Is this Mitchell on this side or over Mitch. on that side? The right side, 23's yeah, got right, 10 points. Right. Yeah, that might be right. There we go. 23 for uh, Siebert. That makes more sense. Siebert with 10 for Mitchell. Again, uh, Sawyer Stabner's got six. Giblin's got two. Van Overshield uh, with three. For Huron, it's been the three-point shot as we expected. They've got eight made threes. Uh, again, five of them by Bella Shreve. She's attempted at least ten of them here in this first half. Hampton Hines has two triples. Uh, Bryn Huber has a three-pointer. Uh, two points for her, uh, two field goals. Four points for Heaven Ganey. Two for Elwine. And three points for Gracie Culver. Uh, boys game coming up here at around 7.45 or so. They're getting some warm-ups right here. Halftime, 33-21 here on Girls in the Lead. We're back in two minutes on KORN. It's been a trying year for parents. They've been confronted with countless challenges and have always risen to the occasion. If it isn't too much to ask, the 30,000 high school student-athletes in South Dakota have one last request. Please set an example. Disorderly fan conduct at high school athletic events is on the rise. It increasingly involves parents. There's no question that parents are passionate. There's no question they care about their children. But at a time when we're all wound a little more tightly than usual, it's worth remembering this about South Dakota high school sports. Always be a good example. Stop unruly fan behavior before it starts. This message presented by the South Dakota High School Activities Association and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Halftime here in Huron. Colonel Girls trailing the Tigers 33-21. Huron with eight made threes. We knew they were going to shoot a ton of threes, and they've done all right. Uh, Five of them from Bella Shreve, two from Hampton Hines, and five uh, from Bryn Huber, but uh, Sean, Colonels have struggled shooting here, not only from the field, but uh, also from the foul line tonight. Yeah, just 4 out of 12 so far at the free throw line. That's uh, normally a place where they're a little bit more efficient, but uh, Huron's barely been there. Just 1 out of 2 at the free throw line for the Tigers tonight. Uh, neither team shooting all that great, and surprisingly, the percentage is a lot closer than you'd think. 36% from the floor for Huron. Going 13 out of 36. Mitchell just 6 out of 19 shooting in that first half, shooting 32%. So, you know, all things considered, I guess the 12-point deficit isn't all that bad. Uh, Mitchell doing pretty good on the boards. 18 rebounds, 15 for Huron. Uh, But turnovers, that was a problem for Mitchell. 11 first-half turnovers, so far only 5 for Huron. So, 
you know, one thing for Mitchell, I think their defense is a big thing that let them down in this first half compared to their first meeting. But 21 points already here at halftime compared to 26 total yeah. in their first meeting. So as ugly as things were in that department here tonight, they, they have gotten better since the first time they saw this team. But, you know, 12-point deficit. You know, you don't feel great about that, but you also still feel like you're in it. You just yep. got to fix some things defensively and just get some more people involved on offense. The thing that sticks out to me is the, the number of shot attempts. Uh, Mitchell only 7 of 16 shooting. Right. Uh, Huron is 12 of 34. They've shot it uh, over twice as much, 18 more times uh, than, uh, than Mitchell has uh, here tonight. So again, rebounding advantage, it's not that, 19 uh, to 16. Colonels with their edge right there. Only five offensive rebounds for Huron, but they just put up so many more shots and the Colonels uh, Colonels have turned it over 11 times, so just five uh, for Huron. Uh, Huron, they're 8 of 24 from 3. 33%. You'll live with that. Uh, Again, they're 6 of 10 from inside the arc. So they've shot 24 threes and just 10 uh, from inside the arc. Mitchell, on the other hand, 2 of 7 from deep and 7 of 16. So uh, the Colonels, as well as they've done on the on the, on the defensive rebounds, not giving Huron too many uh, second-chance opportunities. Uh, Sawyer Stabner, she's got 6 points and 7 rebounds at the half, uh, well on her way to another double-double. And uh, Sarah Siebert uh, with 10 points for Mitchell. She's 2 of 4 from deep. So the question is, wh- where's the offense going to come from? Stabner's only got 6. You missed a ton of free throws. Yeah. You missed uh, seven of your 12 free throws. Uh, Siebert, uh, Siebert had a big first half versus Yainton. Didn't do much in the second half, so we'll see if uh, uh, she can maybe uh, put together more of a complete game. Uh, but again, like you said, it's the offense. Mitchell usually doesn't score much more than 45 points, and right now Huron's already at 33. Yeah, and with Sarah Siebert, you know, again, being her best offense so far tonight, 10 points. Stabner's hanging in there. I mean, she's been really aggressive, but only gotten six points. You do need more help. I think Taylor Giblin needs to get a little bit more involved. She only had two points in that first half, and we both know that she's capable of more than that. Same thing with Van Overshield. She's kind of the spark plug coming off the bench. You'd like to get her a few more looks. She had that long two just before the half that didn't go down, uh, but they just need to figure things out offensively where they're getting better looks. I mean, too many times it went down the court, kind of forced things a little bit. You had too many passes that were, you know, ricocheting off a hand, going out of bounds. You had some times where they weren't even looking for the pass. I just think they weren't all on the same page as much as they needed to be in the first half, and that just helps out Huron. That just gives them more opportunities, and you can't afford to give them more shots because, you know, in that first half they had almost double as many shots as uh, the Colonels did, had, yeah. and you, you got to avoid that. You just you, you can't let them have more opportunities when you're down by 12. Bella Shreve with a game-high 15 for Huron. She was 5 of 12 shooting, 5 of 11 from 3. So, again, you knew that perimeter defense that, uh, again, they average about 25 threes per game. They put up 24 already in the first half. So they're probably, they're probably going to put up 40 uh, three-pointers here in this first half. And, again, if you want to give them layups, that's fine. I mean, they don't want to take layups. They want to uh, shoot three. So we'll see what happens in the second half. As long as they're not in transition. Yeah. <laughs> as long as they're not getting those off a turnover, sure. You can uh, afford to give up some layups because if they get hot from deep like they kind of started to do in that first half, yeah, it's going to be really hard to make that up for the Colonels because they don't have that kind of offense. 
Only one other game currently going on in Double A girls tonight. It is 26 to 14, Yainton ahead of Harrisburg tonight. That game in Yainton, that is at halftime. Again, we saw Yainton on Friday night at the Corn Palace. We're back in 90 seconds with the second half. Colonels trailing 33-21. Back in 90 seconds on KORN. And we're just uh, coming up here on 7 o'clock tonight. First of two games here between Huron and Mitchell. Huron with 24 three-point attempts. They made eight of them in that first half. They start with the ball going across the court from left to right. And just uh, guard that perimeter if you're Mitchell. Hampton Hines in the left corner with 12 to shoot. Now gives it to Ganey and give it off. Uh, Drive, kick out. Hampton Hines left corner three, nearly an air ball. Rebound for Stabner. She's got eight rebounds here already. Stabner brings it up. Colonel's down 12. Giblin pushes it right to Siebert, who drives cross court. Wide open. Giblin left wing. That one is no good. Colonel's needed that one wide open. Great ball movement. Would have made it a nine-point game. Hampton Hines, another three. Top of the key. This one rattles in and out. No good. Rebound for Christensen of Mitchell. So... 0 of 2 here early in the half, and Siebert loses it, driving the lane. Shreve steals it, and Shreve, she'll find a wide-open Hampton Hines underneath. Count it, and the foul. Siebert on the foul, and just like that, the lead's up to 15. Mitchell, wide-open three, had a shot, but now we're getting closer to a 20-point lead. Yeah, nice idea there on the three. I mean, uh, eventually... We, we'd like to think those are going to fall for him, but uh, go back to it, I'd say, because mm-hmm. that was a good look, really well set up. You know Giblin can hit those, so give her some more looks as this, as this game goes on. Hampton Hines gets the three-point play with the made field, uh, free throw. It's 36-21, largest lead tonight. Stabner just throws it away, stolen by Feenstra, layup by Ganey. As you said, layups in transition. That's no good. Heaven Ganey with six. Lead is up to 17. Howard loses it. She uh, retains possession. They work it around the perimeter to the left side to Giblin. Not a good start here for Mitchell. Siebert left side. She'll drive. She'll get bumped, and she'll shoot free throws. 6.22 left in the uh, third quarter. Siebert or Stabner to the line shooting two. Yeah, I like how Stabner kind of uh, just took authority there because the ball was just kind of moving around, but... They, they weren't really sure where to go with it. Giblin was calling out for a screen and didn't get it right away, but Stabner came over, took the handoff, and then drove the baseline and got herself a chance for points, but she misses the first one. Stabner struggling from the line tonight. She's got six points and nine rebounds. And she misses another one off the front iron. Free throws these last two games for Mitchell. Oh, boy. an issue. 6.15 to go. It's 38-21 in the third quarter. Colonel's down by 17. Largest deficit tonight. Hines floater on the uh, inside the arc for once. No good with the putback by Feenstra is. Alexis Feenstra, offensive rebound, makes it 40-21. Stabner at half court gets it to Giblin. Colonel's trailing by 19. Well, Huron's really trying to blow the door open on this game by applying a lot of defensive pressure in the backcourt. Siebert left corner three is too strong. Rebound for Huron. A point here will make it a 20-point game. And just great starts to the second and third quarter for Huron. Ganey a right corner three. That one is too strong. Feenstra rebound kick out to Ganey for another three. This time that's short. 10th rebound for Stabner. 
Big rebound there for Stabner, too, because it felt like if Huron got another three on that possession, that might kind of shut the door on this game. Giblin in the left corner, double teams, got to get rid of it. No, she'll put it up instead, nearly airball it. Colonels have not scored three minutes into the second half. Ganey underneath loses it, looking for an easy transition basket. Instead, they'll throw it away. Hampton Hines with a long 50-foot pass to Ganey under the basket, who loses it. So Mitchell is now one of their last, let's see here, eight attempts. I mean, they've just gone ice cold offensively. Howard gets it to Siebert, loses it, gets it to Christensen. She'll take a 15-footer. That one is no good. On the left baseline, Colonel still scoreless in the second half, down by 19. Hampton Hines driving will get a charge. They'll call Hampton Hines on the charge. Siebert's underneath the basket. Great job by Siebert taking that charge. I mean, Colonels right now are looking for anything to help them out in this game and try to mount a rally since the offense is still not there in this third quarter. That was a great unselfish play by Siebert to pick up that charge. Uh, Bryn Huber and Isabel Elwine will check in. Hampton Hines, she'll check out. She's got three fouls and nine points. She averages 16 on the season, so Colonels have kept her somewhat in check. Bella Shreve, though, with 15. She hasn't scored in this half, though. She averages 11 per ball game. Howard underneath. Howard air ball on the layup. No good. Rebound by Elwine. She pushes it in her first game this season. Wide open lane. They part the Red Sea. Layup left-handed is good. Yeah, that's just a blown defensive assignment that time. She just kind of weaved around. The Colonels lost track of the lane, and she had an easy one. Siebert driving top of the key. Stabner, 15-footer, left side. That one rattles in and out, no good. Rebound to Bella Shreven here on. 42-21, halfway through the third quarter. Drive by Ganey. That one no good. Put back also no good. Stabner with her 11 rebound. Boy, is that lucky that the Tigers didn't score there. Two good looks at a layup. Timeout, Cole Knippling. Colonels getting outscored in the second half. Eight to make it 9-0. to zero. Colonels trailing 42-21 halfway through the third. We're back in one minute on KORN. Your farm, the corn it produces, and the hard work it takes to run the operation are things Poet can relate to. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. For over 30 years, Poet has been turning the corn you harvest into biofuel and high-quality animal feed. It's how we reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible. Visit us at poet.com slash Mitchell. A caller says he's from a tech support company and needs to fix a problem with your computer after you pay him with a gift card. Should you do it? No, it's a scam. Real tech support companies don't work that way or make you pay with a gift card. If you've paid with a gift card, contact the South Dakota Attorney General's Office of Consumer Protection, 800-300-1986. That's 800-300-1986. Colonels call a timeout. Scoreless here over the past uh, four-plus minutes of this half. Stabner underneath. We get a foul on Huron. They're third here with 3.43 left in this third quarter. And they're not being nearly as aggressive in this second half defensively because, you know, only three team fouls now in this third quarter for the Tigers. This one a deep two in the left side for Giblin, and Stabner gets the rebound and puts it back for her eighth point. Boy, you talk about a badly needed field goal there by, by the Colonels. That was it. They missed their last nine straight shots. 
42-23. Whistle, foul on Mitchell. Beyond Christensen, her third, team seconds. Excuse me, Howard, her second, team seconds. Howard checks out, Van Overshield back out there. 11-9 at the end of one, then it was a big run in that second quarter. It's a 10-0, 11-0 run to start off the quarter. Huron's been dominant since. Up by 19, Huber pushes it right to Addison Moore. Double teamed, goes past Stabner. Now has to kick it back out to Feenstra with 14 to shoot. Here's a three by Moore. That one is no good. And it's out of bounds. Last touched by Huron. You know, found the Colonels to kind of turn the heat up a little bit here on, on the Tigers and make them a little bit less comfortable. I might start applying some pressure yeah, full in the backcourt. Yeah, see if you can force some turnovers yourselves and maybe get some transition baskets. Stabner at the top of the key. Pushes it left to Giblin. Colonels down 19 late third quarter. That was a 12-point lead at half. Giblin, Colonels playing in the perimeter. Stabner going to try and drive. Left side, she's double teamed. Kick out three to Sieberts. That one is no good. Boy, Stabner underneath. Boy, they're going to call her for the foul. She really didn't do much of anything. Not a great foul from my vantage point. Just fighting hard for the rebound. First foul on Stabner, third on Mitchell. I guess they called her for just a little bit of a push yeah. from behind to fight for that rebound. See, I, I'm kind of with you on that. I think that's anyone's ball in that situation. She didn't do anything to blatantly no. knock her away. Shreve gives it to Culver. Now they got it in the left corner to Addison Moore. 2.15 to go. It's 42-23 here on. Here's a deep three by Shreve. She hits it. What a shooter. Six threes for her, 18 for Shreve tonight. Yeah, she's the kind of shooter that doesn't see a shot she doesn't like. Boy, and those are some deep threes. Stabner in the lane, awkward, gets bumped, no call, misses the uh, floater. Here comes Huron, now up by 22, their largest lead tonight. Minute 50 left in this third quarter. Boys game coming up here around 7.45 tonight. We get a whistle underneath on Mitchell. Fourth foul on mm. Mitchell this third quarter. Yeah, we're just not seeing that push that we were hoping to see from the Colonels in this third quarter. We thought they might come out here a little bit more energy, a little bit more focus, but only two points in this third quarter with 1.47 to go. Bella Shreve checks out. She's got a game-high 18. Hampton Hines checks in. She's got nine. Wide open layup underneath on the inbounds. Count it and the foul. Isabel Elwine with six points makes the lead 24. Fifth foul now on Mitchell, and that'll be the third on Van Overshield. I don't know, just something about playing this Huron team that uh, Mitchell just looks so uncomfortable because they have not looked like this in their last, you know, four or five games. They have really uh, buttoned some things up since that opening night lost to Huron, but we're not seeing that here tonight. Stabner with the rebound. She's got 12 on the missed free throw. Kick out three, right wing for Siebert. That one is good to get Mitchell back within 21. Good looking offensive possession that time. Just swung the ball around, got it to Siebert in, in stride, and nice looking shot. Huber, right corner three for Huron. She answers. Lead back up to 24, and this was the final score, what, 50 26. Right. This was the final score a month ago. We still got a whole quarter to play here yep. tonight. 
Well, Colonel's down 50-26 here. Seamson uh, short on that right corner. Eddie Seamson, the eighth grader, her first uh, attempt tonight from three. Get a whistle. This will be on Huron. So Colonels will keep possession. Non-shooting foul. Fourth foul on Huron. Here of the quarter. It's on number 33, Elwine, her third. Colonels get a second shot. Layup underneath is good for Stabner. She now has uh, 10 on the night. She should have 10. Double-double for her. 50-28. to 28. Colonels trailing here with a minute to go. Nice find there to get Stabner coming to the basket for an easy layup. Drive, floater, no good. Rebound by Mitchell. Madison Moore, she's scoreless tonight. Stabner finds Giblin. Giblin loses it. We've seen a lot of that tonight. A lot yeah, of that just it, passes you should catch. And too much of that. That's the key. Huber all the way to the lane. Stabner will pick up a foul. Second on her. Sixth on Mitchell. 34 seconds left in the third quarter as two fouls or two free throws. Coming up here for Bryn Huber, who has six points, two threes tonight. Only the fifth free throw attempt on the night here tonight for Huron with 34 seconds left in the third, but they haven't needed to get their no. points at the free throw line. They've just been chucking it up, letting it fly from three land, and most of those have gone down. I think they're over 10 for the night at oh, yeah. this point. Huber makes the first free throw to make it 51-28. Giblin will check out. Delaney Dagan checks in for Mitchell. That's a lane violation if I ever saw one. I mean, my heavens. Heaven Caney was there way too early. No whistle. They let him play on, and thankfully, Colonel's got it. It might have been an air ball on the free throw. Either way, it's Colonel's ball, though. Yeah, it's knocked it out in. of bounds on the misfire, but, yeah, that, yeah, that, was, that, was, that was a big miss. Clear as day. 23-point lead here. No shot clock. 30 seconds to go. See if the Colonels can hold for at least get a shot here. Layup underneath by Siebert. Good assist to Christensen. <laughs> been all Siebert tonight. She's got 15 for Mitchell. Yeah, she, she's been really effective. Another nice looking layup there. They beat the press. Nice job doing that. Got the easy basket. And Huron has been living and dying by that press defense all night. Ganey gets it to Hampton Hines in the left corner with seven seconds left. Colonel's down 21. Evan Ganey, Hampton Hines. You got to put it up. There's two seconds to go. She will. And of course it goes down. Kind of a desperation three at the top of the key. Hampton Hines, her third three tonight. She's got 12. All here on up 54 to 30. Here at the end of the third quarter, they outscore Mitchell in that third quarter, 21 to 9. We're back in two minutes. Fourth quarter up next on KORN. This is JR of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer, and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iversons, and Mitchell and Huron are online at iversonauto.com. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in South Dakota. This is sportsmanship. School sports, it's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the South Dakota High School Activities Association and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. 
I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. In times of fear, World Vision is there for the most vulnerable. Feenstra with the foul. Colonels get a second possession, and it's good here for Delaney Dagan. Delaney Dagan gets uh, one of her first, maybe her first point of the season. Colonels trailing by 22 here as we start the uh, fourth quarter. And only 30 points through three quarters for Mitchell, 54 for Huron. Those three-point shots continue to fall for the Tigers. Here's a drive by Huron, tipped away. Oh, we get another foul. This will be on Mitchell, their seventh team foul, so that uh, will put Huron in the bonus. That's on Stabner, that's her third. And it is, three fouls for Stabner, seven on Mitchell, 7-18 to go. Colonels in danger of falling to one in six here on the season. Free throw is good for Huron, they'll earn a second. You know you got long hair when your hair covers up your number completely. 55-32, 55-32, free throw is good. She hits both of them. Reese Roselle, her first two points tonight. Now all five Huron starters have scored. Eight different players for the Tigers have scored. Uh, just five players tonight for Mitchell have scored. Siebert, left corner three in front of the bench. Rattles in and out, no good. Delaney Dagan fighting for the rebound, and it'll be off of Huron. And Reese Roselle with 7.04 to go in the ball game. Howard going to check in. Aaliyah Howard, she's scoreless tonight. The 5'4 junior guard. She'll check in for Delaney Dagan. Well, Huron still continues to be more efficient uh, from the field than Huron, than uh, Mitchell. 38% in the game compared to 29% for Mitchell. Siebert short on a right wing three. She has a team high 15 tonight. Shreve still out there, pushes it up. Shreve at the top of the key. She'll take another deep three. That one is too strong off the back iron. Howard on the rebound. Gets it to uh, Stabner. Now to Sieberts. Colonels trailing 56-32. Giblin will take a left side three. That one is no good. Rebound for Huron with six and a half minutes to go in this one. Shreve takes it up. Throws it right. Ends up on her bench. Last tipped by Mitchell. So Huron will keep the ball on the far side of the Huron arena. Well, that was a good look for Giblin on uh, the Mitchell possession, but unfortunately she just hasn't had the shots going down tonight. I mean, normally she's a little bit more productive than what we've seen. Shreve gets it in. 6.25 to go. Colonels trailing 56-32. They've got Pier on Friday night at the Corn Palace. Travel by Huron. And that'll turn it back over to Mitchell. So we'll be back at the Corn Palace Friday for the girls versus Pier. We'll make our, one of our first uh, rare road trips. We'll be up in Pier Thursday night for a boys game at 7 o'clock. Siebert layup right side. Missed, but she'll be fouled. Free throws, two coming for Siebert. Fourth foul on Feenstra, the sixth on Huron with 6.12 to go. Well, Siebert continues to be a, a bright spot tonight uh, at the Huron Arena for the Colonels who have been struggling offensively. You know, uh, Siebert, I believe, is... 
The only one in double figures Stabner's, so far here tonight. Stabner's got 10. All right, Stabner that, I mean, that. just did get to 10, but it's a quiet 10. You know she'd like to be a little bit more uh, productive offensively as well, but Siebert's had, had a good game despite how the Colonels are struggling tonight. And she makes both free throws. Uh, 18 for Siebert's. Colonels have 34 points. All but seven of them have come from Siebert or Stabner. You just need, just need more production yep. uh, besides your top two scores. 22-point lead here with six minutes to go. Layup right side is good for Huron. And Alexis Feenstra, her second basket tonight. And that's the other problem for Mitchell. Every time they finally get some points, Huron answers right back. Usually within the next 10 seconds, they just mm-hmm. come right back and get a quick one and you know Mitchell just hasn't been able to get enough transition defense and get enough stops to keep up with Huron. 58-34 Colonels trail they've got the ball drive by Stabner it's tipped away she kicks it out three at the top of the key for Siebert a career night for her Siebert drains the three she's got a game high 20 she's got four triples as well Siebert with 20 points tonight for Mitchell 5.25 5.25 to go. Huron still up comfortably by 21. We'll have a abbreviated Culver's postgame show as we get ready for the boys game coming up here next in about 10 minutes. Three on the right side. That's a brick by Huron. Shreve off the mark. Stabner with another rebound. Maybe set a career high in rebounds for her tonight. Colonels, you think you just keep jacking up threes here down 21. Siebert's wide open. Here we go. Siebert, another three. That one off the mark there. You could tell that right away. Kemp fighting for the board. She gets it. Maddie Kemp, offensive rebound. Finds Siebert underneath who missed it underneath. Gets the rebound, though. And then she got fouled. No, they tie up. high up on that. I think it should be here on ball. I can't really see the arrow. It is. It's going to go, yeah, to, to the Tigers. But, boy, I thought she was fouled on that second putback. 58-37 with 4.50 to go. Siebert to miss the layup. Uh, ball hit the undercarriage of the of the rim. Could have been 22 for Siebert. A little bit of full court pressure. Colonels uh, steal it. Huron throws it away. Shreve with a bad pass. Near half court trying to get it underneath. Siebert with the steal. Finds a cutting Maddie Kemp. And Kemp to the line to shoot. A one and one. Just kind of barrels over. I mean, we've seen a lot of char- <laughs> I mean, that, that charge block call. Apparently, Huron's defender wasn't set, but she just got barreled over. Yeah, I, I was a little bit surprised on that call, to be honest with you. I Me thought too. Uh, Kemp was a little bit too out of control that time to get the call, but um, I guess they just decided the defender got in there a little bit too late, and so we're going to see some Mitchell free throws here. Kemp to the line. Should be uh, two shots here. Kemp scoreless tonight. Well, we're going to call it a one-and-one. One. Well, I guess yeah, it was on the charge. And she makes the first one, so Maddie Kemp. The score in column tonight. 20-point lead for Huron, 4.33 to go in the game. Kemp misses that one, gets her own rebound out the free throw line, gets it to Stabner, who's a little bit out of control. She'll shoot uh, here. This should, be a, this should be a shooting foul, eighth foul on Huron. Should be two shots here for Stabner. It will be, yeah. Ten and, points. And, and good effort from Stabner. That's just kind of vintage Stabner to me, at least as far as this season's gone. I mean, She's always got the motor going. I mean, the effort is always there for Sawyer Stabner. I mean, sometimes the shots don't fall, but she finds other ways to get herself involved like she did right there. And a couple of free throws here, which, you know, kind of adds to this possession. 4.30 to go. Stabner uh, makes the first and the second, so she's got 12. uh, 58-40, 18-point lead here with 4.25 to go. Colonel still need... uh, 
couple more things that go their way to make this one a little bit interesting. Still a big margin here at 18 points, and that's not going to help. Wide open layup. 20-point lead for Huron. Feenstra with six points tonight on the layup. 20-point lead. Siebert, three, top of the key. That one is no good. Again, pretty good look. Rebound for the Tigers here. Four minutes to go. It's a 20-point lead for Huron. They'll improve to four and three on the season. We get a foul in the backcourt on Addie Seamson, her first. Team's eighth. It'll send uh, Huron to the line. Bella Shreve shooting. Yeah, I mean, that was another pretty good look there for Seabird. She's just kind of letting it fly. I think she's got that green light whenever she's got any kind of an open look. Um, and that time, the Colonels were not able to get the rebound like they were able mm-hmm. to on the uh, the free throws on the last possession. But, you know, it's just been kind of too hot and cold tonight for the Colonel shooting. Bella Shreve makes her first free throw. She had 15 points in that first quarter, all on threes. She had a three-pointer in the third quarter for 18. Now she has 19. And she hits both of them. So 20 points for Shreve, 20 for Stabner. 3.58 to go here on up by 22. Reset the lineup here for Mitchell. Stabner is out. That's probably it for her. Colonels, they've got uh, Giblin going to be your point guard. Got Delaney Dagan, Caitlin Christensen, and Seamson out there along with Seberts. Siebert at the top of the key. Heaven Ganey on her. She pushes it right to Seamson. Couple of dribbles to her left. Christensen now in the left corner with 15 to shoot. Giblin underneath, fighting through. Ball can't quite get up there. Christensen gets the offensive rebound. Put back left side is good. Count that in the foul. Nice. Really nice work by Christensen there down low because uh, you know the first look wasn't really there. She had to fight off a defender just to get that rebound and then went up there determined to get that basket. Really nice work there even though they're down by 20. Second foul on Gracie Culver. Ninth on Huron and Christensen makes the free throw. Three points for Christensen tonight. Colonels trailing by 19 with 3.25 to go in the ball game. Bryn Huber on the right edge now at the top of the key. Hampton Hines thinks about a three. She'll drive the lane. Floater inside the lane. No good. Tipped around. Rebound for Huron and Heaven Ganey. She'll put it in the right corner. Right wing. Bryn Huber for three. That one is good. Huber has 10 points off the bench. Three triples. Lead back up to 22. Giblin loses it. Seamson gets it. And she loses it. And that'll be an unforced turnover. Seamson on the turnover. 2.58 or two, yeah, 2.58 to go. 17 turnovers in the game now for the Colonels, and that's just simply going to hurt pretty much on any given night, especially when you're playing a team, you know, that has a little bit better offense mm-hmm. than you do. You just can't give them extra opportunities. 12 three-pointers for Huron, only four, though, in the second half. 65-43, 2.40 to go. Bryn Huber on the right side. She's got 10 points. Heaven Ganey drives the right baseline, and she... Uh, Knocked out of bounds, last touched by Mitchell on the Heaven Ganey Drive with 2.35 to go. Got the boys game coming up next. Uh, Colonels with a good shot here to go to 6-2 with a win. Deep three by Hampton Hines. She nearly pretty much airballs it on the right wing. Rebound by Siebert. Giblin at the top of the key. Colonels down 22. Late. Stabner back out there. She drives right side. 
Giblin on the left wing. They get it down low on the right block to Christensen. Here's a charging Stabner, and uh, Stabner with some free throws coming up. Gracie Culver, third foul on the block underneath. That puts Mitchell in the bonus. I'm glad to see Stabner back out there. We thought maybe she might be done for the night, but I'm glad she's in there playing all the way to the end because I think with this team as young as they are, still figuring things out offensively, it's so important for her to get as much playing time as she can. Delana Hinkle checks in for the first time tonight for Mitchell, a 5'9 junior. Checks in for Christensen. And we see Kiara Hofer. She checks in for Siebert. Siebert with 20 points tonight. That may be it for her. 13 here for Stabner makes her first free throw. And the second. So the free throw is starting to go down here for Mitchell late in this one. They actually hit their last seven after struggling in that first half. Colonel's emptying the bench here. Maddie Kempf and Van Overshield check in. Giblin and Stabner out. So Colonel's getting those starters out with two minutes to go. And they trail by 20. And Van Overshield, probably the, the worst game we've seen since her first game versus Huron. Don't really play much or do much. Only has three points tonight. Yeah, I mean, you, you might not even have guessed that she played. Just, hasn't really played. Just, as few times we've called her name tonight. Just hasn't had very many looks. And, yeah, just really hasn't been herself tonight. I don't think she's uh, played in the second half, Ashley. I don't uh, remember her coming in in the third or fourth quarter. A minute 40 to go. Five seconds to shoot for Huron. I'm guessing... They're going to shoot a three. A deep one. Huber right corner is good. Fourth three-pointer for Huber. She's got 13 with 90 seconds to go. Colonels trail 68-45. Well, they've got to be getting close to 20 made threes in this game. It's 13. Really impressive offensive output by Huron tonight. And Overshield loses it. Huber brings it up with a minute 15 to go. Colonels will fall to 1-6. and six. They'll be at home versus Pier on Friday night at 7. Here on, they're back above 500 at 4-3, and three, looking to get back to the state tournament. Culver underneath, off glass, no good. We'll get a foul, though, with a minute one to go. 68-45, ninth team foul on Mitchell. This is a Huron team that came also close to making the state tournament last year. I think they're going to be around that 8 or 9 seed. They're going to... Have a shot to maybe get that eight seed to get a home game for the Sodak 16. Culver makes the free throw. She's got four points tonight. Minute one to go, 69-45. Huron's been pretty effective at the free throw line. Not nearly as many trips as Mitchell, but uh, they are 8 of 11 at the free throw line in this game. Very efficient. And Culver misses that one. Rebound here for the uh, Colonels. Number 35, Delaney Zoss. 5'9 freshman. I think first time we've seen her this season on the varsity. Final minute to go. Colonels trailing by 24. Trailed by 12 at the end of the first half. Zoss at the top of the key. Here's Seamson. Colonels work it around the perimeter. They post up Zoss and she tries to kick it out and will get a foul. Looks like two free throws coming up here for Zoss. 32 seconds to go. Kind of curious to hear what uh, Coach Knippling is going to say about this game and where he think it went wrong because this just feels like a completely different team than we saw Friday night against Yankton in that overtime loss. Zoss, free throw is no good. Fouls on number 20, Christian Janis, a 5'8 junior for Huron. 
Her first foul. 69-45, 32 seconds left. Zoss, her first points in the varsity. Congratulations to her. She's only a freshman at 5-9. Her first points. Final seconds, Colonels trailing 69-46. No reason for here on a shoot, so it should be a 69-46 final. We'll get it underneath to Culver. Colonels play, still playing defense. I say if you play defense, I can shoot on you. Doesn't appear here on Will, though. Boys game coming up next, plus uh, some final stats from this girls game. They'll take a three and to beat the buzzer. No good. 69-46. Huron with a 23-point victory tonight. 20 points for Mitchell Sierra Siebert. 14 for Stabner. Bella Shreve had 20. 15 of those in the first half. She hit six shots tonight, and they were all three-pointers. Hampton Hines with 12, and Bryn Huber with 13 off the bench tonight for Huron. 13 made threes for Huron, eight in the first half, just five in the second. We'll take a timeout, recap the girls' game, and then turn our focus to the boys. You're listening to Mitchell Colonel Basketball on KORN. We're back in three minutes. Aurora Cooperative wants to wish you a happy new year. We truly appreciate the owner members who make up Aurora Cooperative, the producers who feed our nation, and the people in service who support the agricultural industry. We are proud to be part of the agricultural community and look forward to helping producers have a successful year in 2022. Thank you to the communities and families we serve. We appreciate your trust in our organization. Happy new year from Aurora Cooperative. Tougher together. Culver's post-game show, Colonel Girls, they drop to 1-6. Now in the season, they lose tonight by 23 points. It was 69-46. Colonel's trailed at the end of the first quarter, 11-9. Here on with a pretty good run there at the start of the second quarter. They led it half, 33-21. Tigers got off to a really good start in the second half and put it away with a 54-30 lead. At the end of the uh, third quarter, and they win by 23 tonight. Here on now at 4 and 3, Bella Shreve had 20 points. Bryn Huber with 13, and Hampton Hines with 12. Your leading scorers tonight for Huron. Meanwhile, for Mitchell, they had two players in double figures tonight. Sarah Siebert with 22. She had four threes. And Sawyer Stabner, she made uh, four field goals, made six free throws. Stabner with 12 points and I think she had at least uh, probably 12 or 13 rebounds, so double-double for Stabner tonight, but not much scoring for anybody else for Mitchell. They only got 11 points from everybody else. They got two from Giblin, three for Christensen, three for Van Overshield, uh, two for Delaney Dagan, uh, one for Maddie Kemp, and uh, Zoss uh, came off the bench. The freshman had, uh, had a free throw as well in the final second. So Mitchell now at one and six. They've got Pier coming up on Friday. Then they've got Sturgis and Spearfish coming up next week. But uh, Sean, we're about a third of the way through the season. Mitchell girls now one and six. And uh, you hate to look at the power points, but they're, they're on the outside looking in right now. Uh, there's going to be you know a couple teams that don't make the Sodak 16 and uh, Mitchell girls hoping it's not them. Yeah, I think this is going to be a game you'll look back on and just uh it's going to be hard, I think, to figure out kind of what went wrong in this game because they've been playing so well coming into tonight, I think. 
uh, especially when you look at the game against Yankton Friday. That's a game that got away from them. They had an eight-point lead in the fourth quarter at home. I mean, that's a game that, needed to win that you got to close. You got to win that one. It went to overtime, had a chance, had you know several chances to put that game away and couldn't do it. So I thought with that momentum, kind of feeling that frustration, they come in here tonight and put together a good fight with this Huron team. But it just kind of feels like this is a team they don't want to see anymore. Something about playing this team, they just don't match up very well. And uh, Huron's threes just absolutely crush them every time that they see them. Uh, Mitchell scored 46 in this game, and you think coming into tonight, if they're going to do that, they're going to have a pretty good chance because Huron's season average is not much above that. But uh, just too many turnovers. They ended up with 17 turnovers on the night, while Huron shot 38% in the game. Mitchell only shooting 27%, but Huron got so many more looks. You know, they just got a lot of extra, extra shots. And uh, the rebounding was actually very close. Mitchell with 30, Huron with 27. So the effort was there for Mitchell on the boards, but Huron just got so many more shots on the night. The threes were falling, and uh, Mitchell's offense just wasn't what we have seen it in the last few weeks. And unfortunately, the 17 turnovers were too many to overcome, and um, Huron just got out to a big lead, and Colonels didn't have enough offense to catch up. 65 shot attempts here tonight uh, for the Huron Tigers. Head coach Cole Knippling joins us. Sarah Siebert led you guys. She had 20, 22 points, and she was kind of, her and State were kind of the only ones with offense tonight. Yeah, it just seemed like Sarah's doing a nice job of kind of finding the space. A lot of, a lot of Sawyer's drives creating Sarah's shots, and it's kind of nice to see. We just got to get a little bit more around them. You know, I, Sarah's the only one that hit a three. We need yeah. to get a couple more. Uh, a lot of substitutions early. That just kind of keep keep folks fresh here early on in the ball game. Yeah, sometimes too. Like they're all pretty even right now. It's still trying to wait for somebody to kind of yeah. step up, and we're kind of playing the hot hand. I thought Delaney Dagan played really nice off the bench, and so she got a little bit more run. And so I, I think we're still kind of searching a little bit. Uh, kind of differences between this game and the first one. Any differences that you've seen thus far? Well, I told him I said the score was the same, but I felt like we played a lot better. I thought we attack their pressure way way better um we're getting a lot of good spots we just are not finishing there's so many times where i feel like we get to a good place in the offense and then we just kind of blow it we're, we're you know we're, the, we're dropping the ball out of bounds okay. or kicking it out for foot and just just not quite capitalizing and you got Pierre coming up here and you got uh, a week off is it a good time to have a week off you got Pierre friday you take on some west river schools next weekend is this kind of the time to take a bit of a break it is nice because if it if you get into that every Tuesday, every Friday, every Tuesday, every Friday, you feel like you're always in game prep and you never yeah. really get a chance to fix stuff. This will give us a chance to fix some things. Head coach Cole Knipling, thanks for coming up. Yeah, thanks, guys. Head coach Cole Knipling joins us here. Reaction to the action uh, here tonight.